What is up, people, and welcome back to the Games Gone podcast. From all of us here, we hope you had a wonderful holiday period and wishing you the best 2023, which it will be if you listen to our podcast. Joining me, as always, are the boys, Ritik. What is up, people? Hope you all had a great new year, and we are back for the first episode of the new year. I'm quite excited about this one. It should be good. And the big man himself, Rishi. What up, my peoples? Happy New Year's. Hope you all have a very, very successful and um, healthy 2023. And yeah, we're back at it. Oh, boys, today we have a treat for you. Starting off 2023 with a bang, today we have a musical special. Each of us will be sharing our top five albums of 2022. So get involved and let us know what you think of our lists and, of course, any albums that we might have missed. So, boys, 2022, big year for music. Huge year for music. Indeed. Some of the best. Actually, in preparation for this um, this is, um, podcast, we started. I started looking at the, all the albums that came out. And it was crazy how many of them I was forgetting when I was just writing yeah. off memory. And it's crazy to think that, you know, for example, The weekend dropped very early in the year last year. And I had already not forgotten about it, but it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was it's, previous it's year, you know? It's difficult, you know? It's confirmation bias means that you only think about, like, the ones that just came out recently. But actually, yeah, going all yeah. the way back, there's been some great albums at the start of the year. I mean, going for me personally, going from my top eight to my top five nearly killed me. <laughs> um, we saw the distress you were. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's been a stressful, <laughs> stressful day for me. But uh, let's kick things off. We're all going to say our number five and then move up to number one together. So, Riddick, yeah. start us off. Big pressure, first album of the list. Number mm-hmm. five, what have you got? All right. I had, like like you, Ship, I had a couple of albums I wanted to do as honorable mentions, but I guess I'll leave them for the end. Yeah, so we do honorable mentions at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fine. number five, I've gone with Drake's album, Honestly, Nevermind. It was an Ooh, interesting okay. one for me because I really Ooh. did not like his previous album. Um, I forget what it's called. The one he dropped last year. Uh, so I was I was probably a sign surprised. that it wasn't very good, if you don't remember. Oh, it was um, crap. Um, certified lover boy. Yeah, yeah, that one. So when I heard he dropped another one, I was quite surprised. So I listened to it, and you know what? In terms of replay replayability, and in terms of like just listening, you know, there's some bangers in there. I enjoyed it, and I didn't expect much different. I mean, I expected, I expected it a bit different, but the way he did kind of like more dance kind of albums, you know, it's more of a dance album than some of his other stuff so I was I was surprised uh by it and I remember like I'm like hey actually he took a risk here and I, I quite like it so I picked that one my favorite song is the last song Jimmy Crooks off the album you know first I didn't like it I I liked Overdrive I liked Tie That Binds like Liability I liked all the songs first but then I don't know the more times I listened to Jimmy Crooks the more it just kind of grew on me and kind of like it's kind of like that song you'd want to hear if you went out on, into a club and stuff. You want to hear that song. Like it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a song to get people going. You know what I'm saying? So like I yeah, that's my number five. Number five. Yeah, that's that's interesting that you mentioned Jimmy Crooks because I think the first time I listened to the album, so I'm not a massive fan of the album. I think it's okay, but I'm I'm a fan of Drake's kind of less pop works in general. So mm. I guess that goes against this album. But even I enjoyed Jimmy Crooks. It's a very good if you will yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rishi your thoughts 
I liked it. Um, I thought I, I did like the album. I, I actually share the same opinion of, of Rithik that it was an album that he took a chance with. It went a completely different direction. And I was for that direction. Uh, my opinions of, of Drake's music has been that he found a formula that has worked for him since back in like, I, I would say like 2015 onwards, 2016. Uh, and he has stuck to that formula, which... Sure, it works and sure, it gets all of the streaming numbers and the, the radio plays and all the clubs and everything. And don't get me wrong, it is good music, but I wanted him to take a risk and try something different and, you know, challenge himself because yeah. no matter what he puts out, it is good. So I wanted him to go well, a different direction. At, if you look at Drake and, mm-hmm. you know, his old school stuff and talking over Miss Me, all yeah, the way yeah, the yeah, yeah. Of, Thank me later. Thank me later. Care, um, the, all these are the uh, even yeah. on yeah, to the even, next one. I mean, or even um, his mixtape with the um, uh, future. What a time to be yeah. alive! When that came out, when th- that was the Drake that was really hidden, in my opinion. Yeah. Whereas this is a very commercial Drake, and I agree with you. You know, it does work. They sell mm-hmm. a hell of a lot of albums. Even the the album with Twenty One, it I didn't, I wasn't a big fan, but mm-hmm. it did really, really well. And it's just a shame because I loved the original Drake stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think that's a version of Drake we're going to get anymore. Yeah. yeah. I'd agree. I with that. I'd say his older stuff is a lot better, yeah. but mm-hmm. in terms of I'm going to be honest, I nearly kicked this out in the top five for one of the other mentions. But I just thought, because I came back to it a few times just when I was just relaxing. And it's just one of those albums you just put on and just kind of like tune out, you know, you just want music. Yeah. 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 Um, Fun fact, uh, or or not fact, I don't know if this is actually confirmed or not, but I think it has been. Uh, Drake said that um, Certified Lover Boy. Honestly, never mind. And her loss was his grand three album plan that he planned it in this certain way. Where if you and if you think about it, keeping that in mind, the last song, which is um, which is the song Riddick mentioned on Honestly, Never Mind, is with um, Twenty One Savage. Yeah, and it's the only song that sounds very different to the others, Mm. sonically and everything. So he. He plugged in, like he weaved together these this three project plan, and it's not by coincidence that that Jimmy Cooks was in that was the last song because it was the lead up to her loss. Yeah, but that is interesting because I wouldn't traditionally stick like see them as a trilogy. Like if you listen to the albums together, mm-hmm. yeah. they don't scream trilogy of albums to me in the way that like. You know, the Kanye West college dropout graduation. I always think yeah, of that trilogy yeah, as yeah. lay registration, the best trilogy of music. I mean, th- I was gonna say like that kind of trilogy is, is unmatched, yeah. and I don't think anyone can come close if I'm honest. Yeah. No, um, right, let's but, move on. Yes. Let's move on. Okay. Rishi, I'm interested to see this. You're number five. I have on my screen. Okay. Are you ready? Call that. Hit us with it. King's demise three. By Nas. I have not gone uh, the route that Riddick has gone. Interesting. This album actually caught me by surprise. I'll be honest. It caught me by surprise. It was his third installment of the King's Disease 
um, trilogy he's got going on, if you actually look at it, it's King's Disease 1, 2, 3. And he weaved together some of the best stuff that he's done in years, in my opinion. He's brought back that classic Nas storytelling ability. He's brought it back in the, I mean, you can always you can always bank on him having great beats and great delivery of his lines and everything. Yeah. But he went absolutely like crazy on this one. He has zero features on this one. And it's more impressive that, oh, sorry, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Yeah. King's Disease, sorry, has zero features. This one has a few features. But he delivered his lines. He has one of the songs that he's rapped the most ever uh, words in a song he's put it's on one of this album and for me it's it was like actually a perfect blend between um old school hip-hop r and uh, hip-hop sorry to with the new school mixed in a little bit you know if, if that makes sense and i really loved it at i mean he 49 lyric lyrically one of the best albums that came out this year and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how else to put it, but this is amazing storytelling combined with pr- pristine beats, 17 songs where you don't think that, oh my God, it's too long, it's dragging on. Wow, and, 17 is a big album. Uh, yeah, it's a big album. And it made it go by like a breeze, I'm telling you. So Favorite song? I definitely, I definitely, if you haven't heard it, <laughs> cough, cough, both my cousins. Uh, so <laughs> my cousin and my brother. Both my brothers, please yeah. listen to it. You know, I've because, heard I've heard yeah. the odd song from it. I think I've heard mm-hmm. like two or three of the tracks, but mm-hmm. and I enjoyed them. You know, I think one thing you always get with Nas is a very high production value. Yes, it reminds me a lot of, and you know, they're from that same era. But Nas and Jay Z, the one thing you get from their songs is this polished finish, which yeah. you don't get from a lot of new rappers. So I did Absolutely. enjoy those songs. Mm-hmm. I I'll confess I haven't heard the album. Mm-hmm. But um, based on your review, I'm excited to hear it though. Yeah, like you should. You should definitely listen. And obviously, you being uh, of a similar age as me, you'll understand and appreciate uh, it a bit more because you know Nas from before, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas um, Rithik, who's, who's younger than us and also is still not unfamiliar with Nas's work, he will take time to appreciate what it is because he has to start from the beginning. Yeah. Right. And uh, my favorite song, actually, there was two of them, but I'll, I'll, I'll go with the I'm on fire. I just okay. that, I've heard I'm on fire. Yeah. That, I don't know what it is like that. That whole delivery, the lyrics, plus the sample and beat behind it was for me that did a lot. So, yeah, sure. that's my fifth album. Nice. Ritik, any thoughts on us? Or is that not an um, yeah, he, I haven't. I'll be honest. I haven't really listened to his work properly mm-hmm. enough to appreciate it but it's on like i have a, a, a few people in mind that i want to visit more this year than i have in previous years so yeah he's on he's on that list so it's like on the backlog <laughs> <laughs> i think you need I to push him to a bit to the front but okay yeah yeah i feel that Boys, are you ready for the most rogue fifth place album? <laughs> Go on, man. Hit, hit me, hit me. I almost, so this album, just so I'm clear, I almost didn't put it in because I was worried that it would be considered cheating um, because it's not by one artist. Okay. Uh, if, if I'm being honest with myself about music that I've enjoyed through the year, and actually you'll see this through my whole top five, I join like 
my own emotions or my own memories with music a lot. Yeah. So like, oh, I do that a lot too. Like, you yeah, know, so it's very hard for me when I'm making a top five because I, I don't really think about it as musically brilliant. I think about what did I enjoy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. So um, my fifth place album is going to crack you up, right? <laughs> is the Black Panther Wakanda Forever oh, soundtrack. Ooh. Yeah. Bangers in yeah. there. Bangers. Some huge bangers in there. You know, I've been this year musically for me. A, I've been enjoying a lot of music from different languages, mm-hmm. even if I don't speak them. Yes, but yes. B, I, I don't know what it is, but with Jaja and all the rest of it, this influence of Afrobeats in my music yeah. has really yeah. come through. And I feel like the Wakanda Forever album not only has that beautiful African heritage, mm-hmm. but actually certain songs are standouts. I'm going to talk about two or three of them. I feel like Rihanna's song, Born Again, was like her comeback into mainstream music. Yeah, like she hasn't released music yeah. in a while and born again just blew up that and lift me up you know, yeah that's the first yes. and the last song of the album she uh, yeah, starts and ends it yeah she just absolutely smashed it but then you know thames with no woman no cry which they obviously also used in their trailer is yeah. a beautiful rendition of that song mm-hmm. which i loved and you know they've gone for they haven't just stuck with a single type of artist they've got African influences in there. They've got Caribbean influences in there. They've got grime because they've got Stormzy in there doing the interlude. Yeah. That's a beautiful song. I, I, I heard that. I'm familiar with this project a lot. Yeah. I'll give you a few of my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But my my favorite song from this album is Alone by Burner Boy. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. Okay, go I, ahead. I knew say this was going to count some people out. Right? Say what you want to say. I've never been the biggest Burner Boy fan before this year. This year, I've really enjoyed his music. Uh-huh. But listening to that song, the emotion in it, the meaning also in the movie. Yeah. Like if you watch the movie, Alone comes yeah. on. I won't give any spoilers, but Alone comes on in a very pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just everything to me. I love that song. What do you think of the album, boys? Go ahead, Riddick. Again, start. I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen the movie. I, I haven't gone to What? <laughs> Uh, Get off the podcast. That's what I'm saying. Go, go, go! Watch the movie. Uh, I haven't seen the movie. I've I haven't heard many of the songs. I haven't heard the Rihanna song. I've been in. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this a lot, but I've been in my own kind of music bubble this year. But I have listened to uh, I think it's uh, two songs on this on the album Con La Brisa, I think, which was really nice. Rishi sent me that one. I I I quite like that. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Very Where'd chill you- kind of like. Very kind of laid back song, very relaxed vibes kind of song. So I do like that one. That's all I really um, to say. So I'm before I start my bit, I'm gonna call a certain man out. He's been boycotting all Marvel movies for some reason, and I told him this is the one you should watch. It's powerful. It's good. It's very very uh, strong. And obviously, I've come to realize that, especially after this one, with Black Panther releases. You can expect music to good music with it. So absolutely, Kendrick produced the first album, right? Rihanna exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now I will start that now. Um, I love this album. The Alone by Burner Boy was so strong, and I felt like more than anything, like it was so different thematically to uh, the first one. But yeah. um, you know, no spoilers. So was the movie, right? So. Um, but I loved the mirage of the mix of of different artists, 
each with their own each with their own emotion and story in their songs. But the one of the producers is Ludwig Göransson. Yeah. He is notorious to, for putting together these insane albums for movies and for different um, projects. I mean, one of the best ones I would say is uh, his his uh, work with um, Charles Gambino on because the internet. Uh, because the internet. That's correct. Uh, I really loved the the mix of different types of music, different artists. Like you said, you know, there was a bit of the UK scene in there. There was definitely Americans, um, and then there was a whole mix of genuine um, yeah. artists from uh, from Africa. Right. I will say my favorite. It was a, for me. It was very difficult to separate the two, but I will I will say my favorite is Con La Brisa, mm. because when I first heard and, and saw that scene. It just hits me nonstop. So whenever I th- whenever that song comes on, I get that same feeling over and over again, and I just love that. So, yeah, Con La Brisa is my number one favorite. But then Alone is like very next to it. Yeah, Ludwig uh, also did um, production for Tenet, which is mm-hmm. I will stand by this film. It's a good one. <laughs> Confusing. I mean, you're not alone, but you're not alone. It's a great movie, but it's just yeah. um, what's it called? It's not. It's not a Sunday afternoon lazy movie, is it? Absolutely, it's a, it's a focus on movie. But, it's, it's 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 one of those that you need your notepad for. Yeah. <laughs> right. So rounding out the top five, we've got Drake's album. Honestly, never mind. King's Demise Three by Nas, and mm. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I'm going to put it by Rihanna, but technically, yeah. multiple multiple artists. That is a strong, yeah. strong way, it's, fifth it's, place set. You know, it's King's Disease Three. Is it demise. Demise. Disease demise. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I yeah, no worries. No worries. Um. Yeah, I'm. Ex- I'm excited because that that's a strong fifth place selection. Yeah. 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 I like that we've all got three different albums, and, which and, yeah. we'll see eventually. I mean, sooner or later, we're gonna cross over. Yeah. Three very different type of albums, like genre of music wise. Three very yeah. different albums, like. Yeah, I find that quite interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, people, I hope you've enjoyed part one of our music special. Join us after the break where we will go from four down to the top albums of the year and then come up with the combined list. It's going to be chaos. Can't wait to do it. Speak to you in a few. Peace. Welcome back to the Games Gone podcast and our recap of 2022's best albums for this musical special. We left you with our fifth place albums. But we're going to jump straight into number four. Riddick, what have you got for us? So in number four, I have got it. It's almost dry. Pusha T. Ooh. Oh, four. Okay. It was tough. I had tinkered with this third and fourth a long time, quite a few times. But, okay, the reason I put it at four is I really liked how it, I'll be honest, it almost didn't make top five. But I listened to it again recently. And I'll be honest, it's it's one of them albums that was really collected well and the tone was very nice throughout. But it's not one of them that I kept revisiting over the year. I listened Mm -hmm. to it a few times, I'd say. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't keep going back to it like I did with some of the other albums on this list. I I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. And uh, my favorite song is 
this was tough, but I, I put Dreaming of the Past with um, Kanye. Oh, that's a really good song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a banging song. I think this is going to cause some contention, but yeah, I put it in four. I did like it. I like the tone throughout the album. I like the kind of, um, I don't know how to say it, like he tried to capture a different essence because something similar to, he said that in an interview, he tried, he kept watching the, the Joker film while, while recording this, which I found really interesting. He was trying to um, go for a darker tone, which is what I like. He also, I heard that he also watched it and with, on mute. Like he just watched. That's interesting. So, so he used the visuals to yeah, interpret yeah. his own meaning. Yeah. So, so and, would you say Dreaming of the Past is your favorite song, by the way? Yeah, on the album. Although it was, there's so many good ones like Diet Coke and Neck and Wrist, but Dreaming of the Past is just there. Can I just say, Okay, I have this on my top five, but not at four. <laughs> okay, so I, so I had will... it in my top eight, and it, I cut it in the five. Ooh. <laughs> so it is interesting. It is interesting. Um, oh, okay. I liked it, but I couldn't. I couldn't make it into the five. I, I was yeah, yeah. struggling over these decisions. But um, Richie, Rich, your thoughts on the album? Obviously, we will come to you when it gets to your turn. But just some. Light I will thoughts. have to. I'll have to reserve my thoughts of this album okay. until where I place it. So I respect that. I don't want to. I don't want to give a. All right, I'll give. I'll give mine and. <laughs> So it's in my honorable mentions because A, I think Dreaming of the Past is an absolute banger. Mm -hmm. But B, like Rithik, I think it was a really well put together album. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes back to what I said when I said my first album that unfortunately I associate emotions with albums, right? Yeah. And I just didn't have that connection to this album to put it into the top five. Mm -hmm. But musically, can I appreciate it as an album? absolutely mm -hmm. definitely one of the great albums of the year i'd say it's just not for me personally mm -hmm. but i think yeah, Pusha T, if you look at pusher his evolution from like the old good friday days to now is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> with the same content though <laughs> <Yeah>. the content <laughs> is the same it's just but the like way musically the evolution yeah. is just incredible to see like the the production value that he puts into his pieces now yeah, it's it's he's, unreal. I mean, so his good. last his last two albums have been produced by some goats. No. Okay, would like would he is like okay? We're putting you know only sticking to music out per se. His last album was produced by Kanye, a goat in this sector. Okay, no. and his, this album was produced half by Kanye, half by Pharrell Williams. Like what yeah. are we saying? <laughs> no, like, that kind of production is is unreal. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Wow, a strong number four there from Rithik. Rishi, who yeah. have you got at number four? Okay, okay. So I know we said top five, but no, at no. four, I have, I have. I have a tie. I have a joint. I have a joint top. I have a joint four. Okay. So this is your four it's... and your three you're going to give us? No, no. It's just four. <laughs> so you have six albums? No. Yes. I, <laughs> I could have gone to like seven albums in the top five. I could five. have gone to seven. <laughs> we all could have. Okay. 
All right, go on. Give us your joke. I will, okay, I will give you the two first. Like the two that is, it's between. Okay. Right. Number the, the part A of 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 this is Wasteland by Brent Fayaz. That's my honor. And oh, okay. See, you were speaking about how you connect emotionally, right? And yeah. I would say that is extremely like a large part of my um, collection is the same way as well. I feel music that I I like I have a genuine connection to these songs and the way they make me feel is how I like them a lot. And this album was incredible for me. And you know, where you have the way his R&B voice, he's got a he's got an insane voice and the way he mirrors it merges it with the beats and everything. I mean, if you look at like Jackie Brown, you look at um all the various different songs. Yeah, man, okay. Yeah, Dead Man Walking came out technically in 2021, but in my Spotify Wrapped, that was the most streamed song last year. Okay. So the way he, the way he, he puts together these R&B flows, I just he's my favorite R&B artist for sure. And so when this song came out, there was like three. This album came out, there was like three, four songs that I couldn't get enough of. Um, all mine, Jackie Brown, role model. Um, Dead Man Walking, Role Model. These are some things that I love a lot. So let, me just, whenever... let me just pause you there for one second. Mm-hmm. As someone who's never listened to Brent Fayers, yeah, give me a little, give me a little introduction because there's possibly people who listen who are like me and have never heard um, mm-hmm. the artist. So give me a little walk in. Uh, he is an R&B artist. Okay, he has got a very, very good voice that lends himself well to these. I don't want to say love songs necessarily, but it's it's something that is common with it, that emotion and the way he blends the beats together versus like how. Oh, oh, it's ah oh, damn. He's got popular. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you you can go ahead. Um, he's got popular features as well. I think you you may have heard the features, which is probably why. Have you heard Lost Souls? That's one of his great features. Um, he's got features around the clock, and he started off with delivering the best choruses. For example, uh, I don't know if you would have heard this song. Uh, it's called the Crew. Okay. And he's on the remix for, oh, sorry, he's on the original. Sorry, yeah, the remix is something else with other artists. But the way he just delivers that um, that uh, chorus or the hook, as some people would say, is purely next level. So he started off as, as like delivering constantly hooks and um, the choruses for a lot of songs. Yeah. And his own, his own content grew and grew and further. Hmm. So I could recommend some songs and we can put in the description of this uh, of this podcast of things that we could uh, recommend that if you want to try and start listening to him no for sure um, I'm, I'm excited to give give this guy a listen yeah it's definitely something that you should because i have a few of his songs that are very early on yeah. but the way it just hits is is something else yeah and best song uh, of the album for you oh i will go jackie brown Jackie really? Brown. Jackie yeah, Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's to Jackie me, Brown. Dead Man Walking and Role Model just hit different. I know, but part of me is like Dead Man Walking came out the, before the album. 
Okay, fine. Dead Man Walking, actually, actually, three of his songs came out before the album. Dead Man Walking, Gravity, and the, and the joint with Drake. Unless that's Gravity. There's three songs that came out before. Yeah. So technically, I heard those three before the uh, the album even came out. So yeah. Okay. That's my like four. What's your, oh, 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 what's your sorry, that's part what's your, A? Of yeah. What's your tiebreaker? Part B. Yeah. Is Wizkid more love less ego? Wizkid. And this came out very uh, recently. I think in the end of november or, or something close to or middle of november let me tell you something this album is strictly like the way i way it makes me feel i feel so like it just makes me feel confident it makes me feel like you know that it's it's such an album that you want to go out and social and have a good time and, and yeah. bring everyone involved it, it just really hits home that way for me uh i would say technically I could associate it as like that summertime vibe kind of album, but it came out in November. So, you know, but we don't have really like winters over here. We just have a nice time in November, December. So for us, it's playing on the yachts, it's playing on in the beaches and, and everything like that. Yeah. And my favorite song from this album is Two Sugars or Two Sugar. Hold on. It's Two Sugar. Yeah. Yeah, this this no. is this is an album I've heard, yes. and unfortunately in England we don't have yachts and beaches like you have Dubai. <laughs> but what yeah. I would say is that you know when I'm in a good mood and you know I'm driving home, it's it's a good album to go to. Just you know, mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. vibes. I'd say summertime, but it rains here all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, the, the... it, I I don't I can't listen to it without smiling. I'll give you that. Yeah. You know I mean? So. It, it it has been that case for me. So that's why I kind of had to go through both of them. And yeah, that's why I have them both in there as for. We'll, we'll talk about cheating. your cheating and the punishment for it later. But oh, uh, man, damn it. <laughs> Riddick thoughts on uh, the Whiskey album? I haven't heard it, to be honest. Okay. I'm going to say um, that a lot, but yeah. Yeah. You got to give it a listen. I mean, uh, I'm sure we'll get onto this a little later, but we each have a little homework assignment for the other, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, Wizkid is interesting. I said this to a friend the other day, and they agreed with me. He's like the inverse of Post Malone. Oh, oh mm. please you know explain. I mean? like, in please, the sense that elaborate. they're both very vibey, you have to be in the mood type music. Yeah. The emotion is inverted. Mm-hmm. So where Post Malone is a little bit sadder and a little bit more emotional, Wizkid is, at least this album, a little bit happier, a little bit more peppy. Huh. I, I never really thought of it, to be honest, like that. Uh, but I will say uh, I'm not as huge on Post Malone as I once was. So yeah, I've kind of stopped listening to him. <laughs> that's bad. That's yeah. right. You ready for number four? You ready for yeah, the chaos on, yeah. I'm about to cause? Again. Oh my lord. You know, you're Captain Chaos, but we should name you Darwin on this episode. Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, except I'm scoring with all five of mine. Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so at number four, because I know it's going to be in both of your top threes, this one's going to cause chaos. 
Uh, at number four, oh, I have I this Mr. Is. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick. No! Yeah. Yeah. That's no. where I have it. Mr. Morale and the Big okay. Steppers. Let me explain, right? Please. Because Go actually, ahead. I really do want to talk about this album. I'm excited to talk about it. You boys have known me for a long time. I am not a big Kendrick fan. That's in the true. sense that he's not my go-to rapper. He never has been. Mm-hmm. It's just not the style of rap that I generally enjoy listening to. All right. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate the hell out of Kendrick. Like there's certain songs from certain albums, especially his older stuff that I absolutely yeah. love and is still in my Spotify top songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But kind of musically, I'm not like, oh my God, Kendrick album. Let me sit there and listen to it. Yeah. This yeah. album was different. This album I truly enjoyed from start to finish. I put it on one day. I was messaging Rishi about it, and I listened to it the whole way through, and yeah, we I loved it. And then I went back and did the same thing two, two or three more times. And I feel like there's probably a lot of people out there who are similar to me, in mm-hmm. that they haven't been the biggest Kendrick fans in the past, but this song brought them into the fold a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And like, I just think musically it is as complete an album as I've heard this year. Mm. So, and I know you've, you both love this album. I know it's going to be, it might even be number one for either of you, but I, I, for me as a newcomer to Kendrick, (laughs) this is where I felt comfortable putting it. My favorite song actually is United in Grief, which probably Ah. isn't anyone's favorite song. That's a good one. That's a good one. That the is, the one, yeah. is my favorite song for two reasons. I think the first is I love rap over the piano. Yeah. I yeah, have yeah, yeah. for a long, long time. You look at some of the J. Cole songs, some of the Logic songs, where they rap over pianos, and it's just the most beautiful combination of sounds. Mm, yeah. So you get that in United in Grief. But secondly, and it comes back to my point about the album, United in Grief is the opening song. And I feel like if you if you listen to Kendrick, he uses all of his tricks in that first song. You know, he, he's got the pacey rap, he's got the slower rap. It's a it's a great mix of different things happening. And it really introduces you to Kendrick if you're not a big listener of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like as I said, that's what this album will do. This album has pushed his his fan base up because you've got the core Kendrick fans and you've got people who may not have heard much about him. So you know, Ed and Grief is the perfect introduction to Kendrick mm. if you don't really know Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. He he uses his change in uh, his change in tone and voice on the song as well. Like you mentioned, he's changed the pace of his his delivery, and the content matter is one of the, something that he's always been known for. So yeah. he's tackling everything, and he does hit in this song. Um, to your point about piano and rap. I've known you for years and I know that's something that has brought you and I both closely together before. Absolutely. And the song that I'm kind of surprised you didn't bring up was, uh, I think it's environment by Dave. Oh, and I'm, uh, because we connected so well on that song. And, I was, and as soon as I heard it, I'm like rap piano, <laughs> like chip, <laughs> you know, like talking, to, <laughs> you know? talking about Dave and pianos black by Dave. Oh, oh, that's oh, a great man. song, man. We could have a, a whole great podcast song. just about Dave. And how much I wanted to put Dave in here, but his goddamn album came out in 2021. <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately, that was outside the criteria. But what yeah. about saw him live for that 2021 album? Next level, next level. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that rounds it's, out. It's, yeah, 
Yep, that rounds out the top four. The top yeah. four again is it's almost dry by Pusha T, Wasteland by Brent Fires, More Love Less Ego by Wizkid, and Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick. What a top four. Oh. Yeah, I think we're looking solid. Again, again, three slash four different choices. Yeah. And we yeah. haven't had a repeat yet. That's interesting. Yeah. I um, will say, I have a lot more to say about um, Mr. Rell and the Big Steppers, but I'll save it. Likewise, so yeah. that's that's similar to when uh, you mentioned it's almost dry. I, ha- I I will save it for when I have it in my ranking. Yeah. Yeah. Right, boys. Moving on to the podium places. The bronze medal. Rithik, your third place album of the year. All right. My third place album of the year came out very early in the year. And, and I think the fact that I remembered it immediately while thinking of a top five list speaks like speaks it for itself, you know? So I picked Don FM by the weekend. I love the kind of 80s kind of sound he's gone for. I really love the, some of the transitions are very smooth. I love Jim Carrey speaking over the radio. <laughs> I love Jim the radio Carrey theme. Ration. And honestly, like it, my favorite song isn't really a song on the album. It's the last one. It's um, oh, Phantom Regret by Jim. It's literally just Jim really, Carrey we speaking. Are, we are in agreement that's also my favorite song of this album. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally Jim Carrey just speaking. Um, I yeah, I really liked the album. I liked the radio theme. I thought it was some of his best stuff. Although, if speaking on the weekend, I think some of um, my favorite is something that's not my favorite album by the weekend isn't his most recent one before this one i forget what it's called all the time Starboy. Uh, no my favorite album is starboy by the weekend but, oh you think uh, after hours that yeah of- after hours a lot of people think that's his best work not my opinion but coming back to don fm i don't know i just i it just flowed so nicely it it, it just felt like one complete kind of work and you know the radio kind of 80s track yeah I just, I, I really enjoyed this one. Talking of, mm. um, just going back to what we were thinking about movie movie songs, you know, he's the only artist on the Avatar soundtrack. Yeah, I heard all it. The, it's a really all, good song. Yeah, all the other songs are by the producer, Simon Franklin. Um, mm. But The Weeknd's got one track on there, right? Nothing's lost. Yeah, it's it's really good. I, heard I that song. can, I, do, I haven't heard that song, actually. It's I need actually to quite good. To it. I need to listen to it. it. it it's a good uh, song. Rish, I'm going to go to you for your take on the weekend's album. Okay, uh, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was, um, as really mentioned, a very old school, uh, like '80s kind of fusion. With and if you look at it thematically, it was at a much lighter tone than After Hours, the one he released before. Yeah. And I also think, again, another artist that was following a theme, he released. Um, that with a darker tone, fully intending to for his follow-up album. So he planned a two-project, I guess. I don't know if they're linked as deeply, but he definitely has some correlation between them. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. It came out uh, quite well. The weekend's voice was top-notch, as per usual. I'm just looking at the album track, if you allow me to. Yeah. Um, there is, there has been quite a few songs that I, I still go back to. Yeah. But weirdly, I don't consider this in the top of my album choices. Yeah, I, that's fair. 
you know, I mean, it's because you like the individual songs, but maybe not the overall. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, these a lot of these songs are on my like uh, overall liked playlist. So they, I yeah. when I play shuffle, they they come on, and I'm like, yeah, this is a good song. Um, you oh, had, the, there's you, so many artists on my Spotify top songs of 2022 that I mm-hmm. don't have their albums on here because yeah, I yeah, like an individual song, and not exactly. The album. Um, so you had take my breath away out of time. Out yeah, of time. all of these, all of these sacrifice. Uh, is there someone sacrifice. else? Yeah, no, these are there are quite uh, a few good songs, but I enjoyed I enjoyed the album, but I didn't. I mean, at least for me, it wasn't in my uh, top five categories, but definitely a strong output from the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right then, Rishi, you said the weekend didn't make your top five. Who have you got mm-hmm. at number three? Now, I have gone for. Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers. What? Yes. No, yes, I no, yes, no, I not you two. <laughs> Which mean not me too. Mine's mine's podium level. <laughs> okay. Mine's reached the podium. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. And um before we get into it, my favorite song is now there was a lot to choose from. And I was torn between I like I know three, but I will pick one. This time around, yeah, yeah. okay. I'm not, I'm not giving this to you again. That's no, no, no. no. I will just down. mention the the three, but I will pick one out of the three. Uh, the three was N or oh, four actually. N95, N95, Die Hard, uh, Count Me Out, and Silent Hill. These are all my four standout songs. But if you ask me to pick between all of them, I will pick Count Me Out. Yes, I knew it. Okay, for me, um, Count Me Out had really. Mi- brings together all of the the emotions i like in a song and it really gave me that uh sort of feeling that it gave me the feeling that you know as the name would suggest that a lot of people will will you know think you can't do something or something like that and to prove them wrong essentially that it gave me that kind of emotion and weirdly it's 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 something i listen to when i'm working out so um it's when you want to put in that effort and want to prove people wrong and show well, you can do it. That's the song I would think of. Um, to be honest with you, Count Me Out was the other song I was thinking of when I said my favorite from Mr. Yeah. Brown. Um, uh-huh. I went with United in grief in the end, but Count mm-hmm. Me Out was a very, very close second for me. Yeah, yeah. So it's got, and for me, the background um, uh, vocalists or, or 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 I don't know how you would class them, but like choir, aren't they? Yeah, like, like a choir, quite choiry, choir. But hit it for me like when a friend of mine he was listening to the album as soon as that came on he messaged me he's like i know you i know that you love this song already yeah when you're listening to it so that i mean that just gives you guys a glimpse of my kind of taste now the actual full album now i said i reserve my thoughts here are my thoughts he tackles some very 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 deep topics and subjects in this album yeah. He talks about people's, um, he talks about, you know, having father issues or having um, emotional um, problems opening up or, or things that, for example, he goes on about saying that, you know, I don't need a therapist. I'm a, I'm a real man. Like, you know, real men don't need therapists. And he's kind of tackling that, that uh, stigma about how you cannot open up about your own mental health. Uh, he brings together 
uh, I mean, the last four songs on that, he's tackling um, gender change, people and how they think, and with Auntie, uh, Auntie's Diaries. And if you have me look at the album track list one more time, sorry, uh, Mr. Moral, the fact that on the last song itself, he is... Uh, before the last song yourself, he said, look, I like, you know, my mother has put in so much uh, effort for me and mother, I sober. Then in the last song, he'd gone with mirror, which is he basically essentially saying that, look, I have been putting myself first for the past five years and really focusing on my own for saving my own world before I can be a savior or, or before I can be a, an inspiration to others. And he talks about, you know, how all of your idols, your role models, and savior, the song Savior itself, isn't it, they aren't saving you. They are there for you to, for a reference point, but it's you who has to go through and make those those decisions, those tough steps, and go through life. So I thought it was an incredible album. Yeah. And um I struggled with the the three and the two um mm-hmm. for very, like for different reasons. But it's, it's, yeah, it had to be top three. I just struggled between only, but by the way, one is not a, one is not a struggle. It's the two and three that I was struggling with. <laughs> I know um, you're, I in, know you're number one already. In, 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 in which order to place it. That's, that's the only yeah, thing. Yeah. So I've gone with, I've gone with the Kendrick at number three. Awesome. Man. That's and awesome. my last <laughs> thing is uh, this album will age far better. Uh, than a lot of albums. No, no, no my, my top, like, I, mm, you can make an argument for two, uh, one, it'll just keep going. So I think it'll just, it's yeah. one of those albums that'll get even better over time, is yeah. my point. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I have a lot to say about this album, yes. but I will save it again. Uh, <laughs> yes. a, we're going to need a Kendrick Lamar special at this rate. I know. Um. All right. Going on to my third placed album. I'm fairly certain you're both going to have this again, but you haven't said it yet. Um, what can I say? Trendsetter over here. But uh, for number three album of the year, I am going for Un Verano Sinti yeah. by Bad Bunny. <laughs> now, this is interesting. Oh. And I'm excited to hear your thoughts because I think you both understand a little bit more Spanish than I. Um I don't speak a word of Spanish, uh, mm. unless Dora the Explorer counts. I couldn't tell you anything. Okay. But for me, this album, obviously the first time I heard this album, it was when I was in Mexico. Ah. And Bad Bunny is everywhere in Mexico. Like, no, no, he, you know, he is out, everywhere in Latin America. <laughs> yeah, going out on the strip. Yeah, every club is playing Bad Bunny. Every bar is playing Bad Bunny. We went to Coco Bonga and Bad Bunny was like, basically a different theme of this night mm. but i loved it i loved every bit of it i don't understand most of it. i've googled some of the lyrics and stuff because i'm interested in them but uh i can i can confirm that i really liked it and this comes back to what i was saying earlier that you don't need to set, like understand the lyrics to appreciate music sometimes yeah yeah I agree. um and yeah for me it, i associate the album with my memories of that trip 
and that was probably one of my favorite holidays of my entire life so mm -hmm. i have to have the album that represents that in my top top yeah. selection yeah. rishi's showing off his tattoo at the moment on our uh, videos rishi you want to talk about your tattoo well it's a uh, it's a variation of verano senti bro yeah that's <laughs> the only difference is my heart that i went with is smiling yeah, for those that those that obviously can't see us, Rishi has the heart from this album's cover tattooed on his hand, on my yeah. leg. On his leg. So, oh, is it your leg? Yeah, you're yeah, flexible, yeah. aren't you? No, I just uh, put, <laughs> just put it down. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my number three album. For my favorite song, I'm interestingly, I'm I don't curious. think this is the best song in the album. Uh -huh. I I think there are some better songs in the album. Um, but it's going to be my my top song because it's the one I associate most with my holiday. Mm -hmm. It's going to be uh, Titi Me Pregunta. Titi Me Pregunta. Okay. That's a good song. So, no, and, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's a bop. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But lyrically, musically, it's probably not the best song. There's some, like, even though he's a Slindos, it's probably better than it. Oh. But I think for me, I remember, like, Coco Bonga, the, like you know half of us were on the stage half of us were in the vip area we were bouncing out to this tune mm -hmm. and like you know you have like core memories this yeah, song yeah. is like embedded into a core memory for me so it has to be my best of the album but thoughts boys Listen, yeah. uh, it, i can comment on the song it's a yeah. very good song and um i like i liked it a lot as well uh i will again save my thoughts on this album for where i have put it okay i mean yeah. at this point i did to you guys and then you know since you've heard the little note beforehand i don't think it's gonna be any shock to where i put this album yeah so yeah i will talk about this album when i have it you know in my ranking yeah but really? it's a great album great great album that's fair really any thoughts uh yeah, I mean we can tack this on to what I'm gonna say anyway. It's my number two album. Oh two. yeah. <laughs> I'm very nice. curious. I'm very curious as to how this made it to your number two because when I first listened to this, okay, I'm cutting you right, I'm putting you on blaster. You didn't listen to it as soon as it came out or anything. Yeah, I had to put you onto I, it. Yeah, you put me onto it because I wasn't paying attention because I was in my own little bubble. You know, kind of related there's, there's... to my number one, which, you know, we no, probably know by now. But yeah, I put it number two because I don't know. I like you, like you said, Shiv, I was, you associated with a great memory. And so do I. I associated to what in the summer, you know, we went to, to Thailand in the summer yeah. on a great yeah. holiday. And this was the album that kept playing. This is the album I used. I mean, it's not that we went around hearing it, it's the album I had in my mind for when we went to different places, you know, Instagram stories, that kind of thing. For me, it just kind of matched the summer. Yeah. It, it just mm. kind of fits the summer. It was, Rishi and I both talked about it. It was the album of the summer. I've listened to it several times since then, you know, just as recently as like last week, I've been listening to this album, you know, going through it. All of them are really good, but my favorite, it, it's a tough one. I couldn't decide between these two, so I'm gonna go with Otro Atra Deser. Deser. Otra Hacer. Otra yeah, Hacer. Or Oito Lindo 
those two are my kind of top I'm one. Gonna, I'm going to force you to pick one. Uh, <laughs> I'll go Oito Lindo. I just really like that song. The tune, okay. it's catchy. Okay. I, I, the instrument at the start, uh, I think it's trumpet. The da 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 da. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I really like it. Catchy. Play it. I listen to it quite often. Yeah. It's just infinite replayability. You know, I always I can listen to it and my mind would instantly go back to a good memory. So, yeah. How about Bunny? Wasn't he the most streamed artist of the year? Three years running. I thought that was the weekend this year. Nope. Uh, across the world it was bad bunny Uh, bad bunny has been the the most streamed artist for the top for the last three years and And you know this was like a gateway song for me because i listened to to some of his older stuff after this yeah oh oh really he's got some bobs you know i I will i will have to apologize then i didn't know i didn't realize that uh like you guys weren't familiar with his stuff before and Rithik may have been a bit more because of me directly Just yeah, the no, I, I remember obviously you sending me the odd song here or there from Bad Bunny but mm-hmm. obviously I don't speak Spanish I don't understand it so I've, mm-hmm. I've never been as open to as foreign music yeah. but you know yeah. and we, we can talk about it a little bit later on but all of a sudden, I've got French songs that I like. I like that there's mm. uh, you know, Afrobeat songs where they're not speaking English. There's these uh, Spanish numbers, and yeah, to me, music has evolved past you know just understanding the words to understanding the emotions perhaps mm-hmm. behind behind yeah. the words. So, um, you know, with Bad Bunny, the emotion is obviously pie. But <laughs> <laughs> by the way, it, before um, we move on, yeah, you guys, I don't know if you guys noticed it or not, but in the song Andrea, he shouts out a he uses your boy Max Verstappen in the yeah. in the lyric. Yeah, I don't does. know if you've ever noticed that or not. I have. Yes. And um, yeah, big boy Max. Uh, oh, we should do oh, a podcast. Yeah, 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 before yeah, the start of the it. season, that's on yeah, the that's on the sure. list. All right, people. I hope you're enjoying so far. We certainly are. We've gone from five down to three, and a little sneak peek of Rhythics two. When we come back after the break, we would do the silver and gold placed albums for each of us. And then have a very enlightening argument about who's the best. So catch us after the break. Peace. Peace. In a bit. Hello, people, and welcome back to the Games Gone podcast. What a conversation we are having about music. We hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. In the break, we had a quick chat and we've decided we're going to link the top 15 songs that we've come up with from our top five albums into one playlist for your beautiful ears to listen to. Boys, we had Rithik's number two, his silver-placed album went to Bad mm-hmm. Bunny. But Rishi, I want to hear who you've got at number two. Okay, now I have an album that's already mentioned. Yes, of course. It is. It's almost dry by Pusha T. Okay. Now, I have been a Pusha fan from, I would say, like 2015, I guess. Like, I have been to his concert. Okay. I have even met the man. And if you look on my Instagram, he is there. And unfortunately, it was the year that Man United signed to Adidas and he's wearing a United sweatshirt or something of that nature. So I don't like that part of the picture, but 
I've met him. He has been uh, a, one of my favorites for quite a while. And when his last album dropped, the seven song tr- uh, series that um, Kanye was producing that summer 2018, I loved it. So I was waiting for this album patiently, yeah. you know, and, and constantly just like, when's it going to come? When's it going to come? When's it going to be here? And obviously you heard the rumors that like, you know, at the, at the time, oh, it's half produced by Kanye, half produced by Pharrell. I'm like, can this album get any better? And I hadn't heard it at that point, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, because I, I know what I'm, I'm expecting with Pusha T, right? But then I was um, excited to see what he could do on beats produced by Pharrell, beats produced by Kanye. We've already seen him do what he can do. But I loved this album. And when it came out, I just couldn't get enough of it. I kept listening to it, kept listening to it. It was in my rotation heavily, and it still is. Um, I mean, the production level is is crazy. Brambleton alone is is unreal. And, and Pharrell did such a good job throughout this album that you couldn't, you just couldn't stop listening to it, for me at least. Um, I Pray For You, Scrape It Off with uh, Don Tolliver. Is, is is nuts and Riddick mentioned you know um, Dreaming of the Past another one I like a lot and I think it's probably my favorite is Rock and Roll with the Cuddy and Kanye collab, like you know last collab ever I guess I don't know but when they link up on a song it's genuinely really good so and then you have Pusha T's delivery of his lyrics the content itself he never changes his content and still does well. Yeah. That's only something that he could do, in my opinion. So I have put it as number two on my um, album, or top, top five albums of the year. Favorite it, song? Oh, I will go with um, Rock and Roll. Rock, rock and roll. roll. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I'd go with Rock and Roll. It's just the one that uh, it was between Scrape It Off and Rock and Roll. But I'll edge it to, to rock and roll. That's fair. Um, and it is a legendary collaboration you are, right? It is. It is. Like, yes. So, yeah, for me, that's why I had it uh, as number two. And, um, yeah, and the reason I pipped it over uh, Kendrick's album is because I've never, like, when you're expecting an album for so long, you can often be, like, disappointed or whatnot. And just like, oh my God, I've, I've, I've waited, I've waited, and this is what I got instead. But I was like, this is exactly what I wanted, and I got it. Yeah, up to the hype, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Kendrick's, I'm not saying it was, it didn't live up to the hype or anything, but it was just a direction he went in that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I'm happy that he went there, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't expecting it. So um, I found that this one had to be number two in my rankings. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. Right. My number two. So I made a statement to the boys before this podcast started saying, I reckon my number two album, they wouldn't have heard any songs from. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is bold because we're all Spotify yeah. fans. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> let's see whether this works out. So my number two album is It's All Makes... It'll, it will all make sense in the end by James Arthur. 
Yeah, I haven't heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I have not heard it. Let so, me see the track list because I may have heard <laughs> James Arthur. Okay, I've off rip says said I have Yeah, oh, this is gonna be your homework, lad. So you better get learning. Okay, I, I'm I'm genuinely excited for that though. Look, like, obviously, I think it's a very different 2021. You cheater. No, Sorry, 2022, what? the deluxe edition. Biatch. Um, anyway, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have a one one question on eligibility. We let it slide, but how many songs were added on to the deluxe edition? I think four out of uh 20 songs. 10? I just looked it up. Also, Richard, you have six albums, so I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just said I'll allow it. I'm just, I'm just Hey, yo, it looks like I'm the only one that conformed to rules here. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, seriously, Um, break the rules, bro. (laughs) Right, back to James Arthur. Very different genre-wise to pretty much everyone on this list, I'd say. Yeah. Um. Obviously, UK artists, so I wouldn't have expected you guys to hear James Arthur. But this album for me was excellent and james arthur has been like slowly getting better over time like if you look at his body of work mm-hmm. i think he started off very naive obviously he's x x factor so he had the simon cowell influences and all the rest of it but yeah. he has turned into an absolute monster of an artist and yeah this album from wolves medicine september all the way down to four thousand miles to avalanche and sos even in the deluxe songs right religion and be the one are mm-hmm. excellent excellent songs and I just, I could listen to James Arthur any day of the week. Like, mm. I mean, he just has that kind of voice that you just, it just soothes the soul, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of James Arthur anyway. I think on top of how good this album is for me personally, obviously I got married last year in 2022. Yeah. Um, well, no, technically I got married in 2021. But Ooh. the... <laughs> My first dance was a James Arthur song. Oh. oh. So it was Falling Like the Stars by James Arthur. Uh-huh. So for me, I associate James Arthur with kind of my relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of his songs do deal with relationships, love and loss, and also family. Okay. So for me, emotionally, I connect with James Arthur's music quite a lot. Yeah. And uh, that's why I've got him at number two. I think if I had to pick a favorite song from this album specifically, obviously my favorite yeah. James Arthur song would be Falling Like the Stars. Mm-hmm. That's not. But my favorite song from this album is a song called September. Okay. And I'd highly, highly recommend you give it a listen. Late night drive, stick it on. It is. Yes, it's September. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Um, obviously, we weren't going to depth about it because neither of you have had. Actually, I was going to say, any James Arthur song. I was going to say, Shiv, uh, like, I have never heard any of his songs. Okay. And I would, I'm not going to say, like, oh, that's bad or good. I just never came across him before. Yeah. Um, what I will say, I was going to say is, like, for someone like me who has never heard his music, mm-hmm. what would you describe him as? But then you, you went into that saying that his, his songs are a lot of uh, relationship based and then sort of, not relationship-based, sorry, but, like, tackles relationships. And, yeah, um, it's that classic UK Ed Sheeran-ish type genre, mm, right? where yeah. they deal with kind of love and loss a lot. I, ju- I just feel like the... And I love Ed Sheeran, don't get me wrong, I've seen him live as well. But mm. the emotion that I hear in James Arthur's voice 
yeah. is something that I connect with on that deeper level. Mm -hmm. And um, Rithik, you were at the wedding. You'll remember my first dance. I remember, I remember the dance itself. I don't remember the song, to be honest. I was, I was looking at the moves. <laughs> yeah, me, me, me and my ballroom dancing. I have, yeah. I, have, I have one question. Go on. Okay. This is slightly like um, on topic, but you know when you were pr practicing the dance and preparing and, and, and practicing it, did you at one point ever get tired of the song <laughs> because of how many times you have to re-listen to cues and everything? So you'd think that, but with the first dance we we didn't practice it that much oh okay so we both loved the song obviously my other half didn't know that my sister was going to sing it for our first dance shout out kushi yeah. um, so we couldn't practice it because kush sings at a different pitch to james arthur does right of course so yeah. what we did was we listened to different james arthur songs and practiced general moves that we could ah okay on our first dance i think the reason we wanted to do that was we didn't want our first dance to be choreographed got it so got we it. had certain like ballroomish spinny type moves that we had in mm -hmm. our back pocket that we pulled out at various points but we didn't have okay. a choreographed first dance we didn't really want that for that fair enough we wanted it to be slightly more natural yeah. so um yeah that's my number two that's amazing Boys, yeah. this is it top of the mountain number one on the podium the gold medalists, the World Cup winners, <laughs> the number All one right. spots on each of our top five. I'm expecting big things. Rithik, kick us off. Well, my number one is to absolutely no shock if you've seen my messages <laughs> from me this year, this past year in music, is Mr. Mile and the Big Steppers. Oh, man, I didn't see oh, that coming. That is wild. <laughs> You know, I for one. Where did that come from? <laughs> Color um, me shocked. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Top um, ten twists is twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty three now. <laughs> so, I don't know. This this past year, I went. I took a deep dive into Kendrick's disc, uh, discography, or discography. Sorry, I started with. I started with his best, Two Pimper Butterfly, and then I went to. Um, I tried to called? tell him to start chronologically. By the way, <laughs> I tell I tried to tell him, but he, I, he, he yeah. Went so I started with for... I started with his best work, "To Pimper Butterfly." Yeah. I listened to the dissect season alongside "To Pimper Butterfly," and I really oh, shout really out dissect. Really oh, excellent. great, excellent podcast, podcast ever, buddy. If you ever want us to talk about a rant, like a podcast to recommend on another podcast. You gotta get checked, dissect, especially dissect. if you're music fans. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I listened to dissect. His first season is dedicated to this album. I really enjoyed the jazz elements, the meaning. You know, he went into deep, deep stuff. I then went and listened to Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. I then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was listening to that, and then just just before Mr. Mile and the Big Step was dropped, I listened to Damn and It's Dissect Season. And I'll be honest, Damn was a late appreciation for me. I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't, I liked it, but I didn't love it until I listened to the Dissect Season. So, and then obviously, I, Mr. Mile and the Big Step was dropped. And I remember staying up till 4 a.m. to listen to it as it dropped. Uh, it was... And I listened to United and Grief, which we've already talked about. And 
that was just I was just like wow yeah and just the range of emotions you know what he talks about you know he talks about some very like therapeutic stuff like I love I loved how he went like with as his um whole thing alongside uh the album was his message was like relationships and how he spent the last couple of years fixing himself mm. fixing himself like inverted quote, air quotations um i really liked how he kind of broke down his image to the public and how he said like you guys all look at me look up at me as this like savior and saint but in reality i'm i have my own problems that i need to deal with and it really yeah, spoke yeah. in his music and that's why my favorite song of the album is savior uh mm. i just savior is just you know with the tap dancing and with the tune you know how he breaks himself down he says and the, basically the message is don't look at others as your savior you got to fix you got to do it yourself that is the kind of i really enjoyed that yeah i could speak f- forever on this album but i when i i'll just say this i listen it was one of those albums where i listened to it several times just without listening to anything else it's i had it on back to back i on repeat and i've only done that for two albums and one that one of them was was this one and the other one was donna which was last year but we won't talk about that so yeah this when it came out i remember just thinking anytime i wanted to listen to music i would put this album on i would start at the beginning and i'll go all the way through and then when i'd start i'd start again and again and again and i said to rishi a lot earlier that this will be seen as some of his his best work in in the few years down the line and it's aging mm-hmm. amazing it will age amazingly and it'll it'll age like fine wine it's just going to get better and better, and better. Mm-hmm. yeah you know what's interesting to me is obviously we've spoken about the album quite a bit now but all three of us have it in our top fives and all three of the, us came at this album from different perspectives Rishi being kind of the old school diehard fan you being the new fan and me being somewhere in between where I like some Kendrick music but not all of it yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet all three of us enjoyed this album. And yeah. I think that's why, as you both said, it will age well. Because no matter what level of Kendrick fanhood you're in, you can love this album. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, actually you hit it on the nail on the head right there. I mean, I had been very familiar with his work beforehand and I listened to all his albums and I was waiting for this. And with Kendrick, I've just come to realize, see what, I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but when I was graduating, Damn just released. And the the emotions and everything that I tie me graduating to that album is unbelievable because it, it came out in April actually of 2017 and I graduated just I think a mere month (laughs) after it so it was heavy on the rotation and yeah Kendrick is definitely one of some like you know (laughs) top five artists of mine so yeah yeah it just it just hit all of the right things and I think the biggest thing again I want to mention is that the fact that he's talking about opening up on your mental health no one's perfect and no matter how great you are or how high you put people on a pedestal they got problems so it's okay to be yeah. um yeah it's okay to be not okay is what he's trying to say 
I guess, I guess so. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. enough he, said. He was, also enough my said. Top, he was also my top artist of the year. That's fair. Ah, interesting. That's yeah. fair. Right. Mine, mine was still That is a very strong entry into number one. Now, over to Rishi. Who is your king of the hill? The king or of queen. the hill. Or queen, you know? Or queen. Uh, I'm sorry, but it's still a king. It is Un Verano Senti by Bad Bunny. There is no album this year that comes close, in my opinion. Now, like, I was... So, okay, I have to take a little step back in order to, like, help people understand. I went to university, and before that, I had never really, like, you know, been in touch with the culture of of, um, Hispanic culture or anything of like that. My friends were, were people who lived in America, but are from uh, South American origins and various different uh, Spanish-speaking origins. You had Colombian, Peruvians, uh, Dominicans, and um, Venezuelans, and um, Panamanians. So you had a various different mix. And through there is where I started picking up the language and learning and, and really like listening to them. So when you said Shiv, like for you, the aspect is changing of not understanding the music, but yeah. uh, not having to understand the lyrics, but like the way the music feels and everything. That's how it's been like for me for years, okay. because if you go through my like my Spotify alone, you'll have uh, Afro beats, you'll have reggaeton, you'll have uh, Capo Verde music. You have all these, uh, you have Brazilian music, all these various different la- um, languages put together where I don't understand a lot of it, but it's the way the song speaks to me, the, the way it makes me feel and the way the artist's voice come across or, or, or something or the other, the instruments, the way they've been played. And it's just, I associate it heavily with feeling. And I do know some Spanish. I'm not going to say I'm fluent. I'm not going to say I'm close to being fluent. But my knowledge of Spanish is a bit better than um, my brother's. And for me, when this album came out, I was looking so forward to this album for no other reason that I just wanted a really good reggaeton album uh, to bring me back in. Because after university, it kind of took a backseat where I wouldn't be regularly updated because it was very tough for me to, given that the people around me were always so updated on it. So it was easy for me to stay updated in university. But when this album came out, it was in May. And this album just hit that summertime feeling so instantly that I couldn't, like, I couldn't believe I was getting something that makes you feel this way. And and for me, it was heavy in the rotation all the way through the summer. Um, It was something that I was constantly listening to no matter what. Um, it is something that I still heavily listen to. The entire album is on my liked playlist and this keeps coming back around. Um, when we went on our trip to Thailand with um, on my family trip, so Ritik was involved over there. We were on a lot of beaches and even though it is not a Spanish speaking country, I just associated our trip with that album a lot. Yeah. So for me, since May, I have been associating... <laughs> various different points of the year in this album and after the trip in September sorry 
when my when my said friends came for the World Cup, again heavy influence because we kept listening to it, and I just love this album, and I think this is one of the best albums I've ever heard yeah. because of how it captured my emotions and 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 really sat with me. Um, as uh, they mentioned before, I felt so strongly about this album that I went and got it tattooed on my body, and I don't regret it one one single bit. Um, yeah, so this album for me is just the the I can I nothing beats it in my head. I'm gonna and I'm gonna push you for a top song. I will give you a top song, and it's not something that people are expecting. It is weirdly, be- I mean, to be honest, it is a. Uh, I would say a. How many ever songs on the album? It's that many songs of a tie. Like it's a tie between <laughs> all. <of this. laughs> no, um, the I will I will go with the. Um, where is it? Uh, sorry, Nevarita. Uh, yeah. If you, if you are next to a beach or a body of water, you play that song and it just captures you entirely. So that's what I'm going with. But again, like you're asking me to pick between one of my children's. <laughs> you know, it's just so I difficult. Mean, you know, it's a really long album. 23 songs. 23 songs. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It's a 23 work. song like... album. And when I say I can comfortably listen to 20 of these songs without skipping it in any point of my rotation. Yeah. It says that is a, a good album. That's a sign. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's that's it for me. Number one is definitely there. And uh, it's something that I'll keep going back to uh, with the same emotion. So, yeah. Nice. Oh, boys, we're on to my number one. And I'm about to hit, hit us with some more controversy. Okay. A bit Go of chaos. On. The reason this is my number one, I will go into in a minute, but it also almost wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll explain why in a second. So my number one album for the year 2022 is 12 Carat Toothache by Post Malone. Really? Yeah. Oh and my God. See, here's the thing, right? It almost, and I will explain this, didn't make the top five altogether. so it didn't make the top five and it jumped straight to number one this this is this is the paradox of this album i don't think it's his best album Uh i i think there are some real stinkers on there actually yeah but i think there are some gem songs on there Uh i'm just gonna name a couple i've got the track list up here reputation which opens up is a banger not that well heard but a great song cooped mm-hmm. up obviously i think it went to yeah. number one actually cooped up Roddy rich yeah i remember um, that one that's the one song i remember i like you was another chart song euthanasia waiting for a miracle and then in the deluxe edition there's a song called waiting for never and it's like old school post malone it's so good so it's one of those albums where i liked half the songs mm-hmm. but also and this is where bias comes in Post Malone has been my most listened to artist for the last three years on Spotify. And oh, my most listened to song this year is also on this album. Oh, okay. so this is this is what I'll, I'll come to in a sec. But this is why it was very much boom or bust for me, this one. Mm. Um, yeah, it was either going to go right to number one or not be there at all. And okay. I debated it for a long time this morning. And in truth, it comes down to what we were talking about earlier, right? It's how much do you associate with music 
And whether I'm late night driving, whether I'm getting ready for the gym, whatever I am doing, I feel Post Malone on a whole other level. I've obviously seen him live. And, mm-hmm. you know, going all the way back, even before Beer Bongs and Bentleys to I Fall Apart and all the rest of it, there is just something about Post Malone that I've always resonated with. Yeah, yeah. And so my favorite song from my number one album, which is also my most played song on Spotify of the year, is Wasting Angels. Oh, okay. okay. Wasting Angels. Yeah, first of all, what a, what a friggin' combination Post Malone and the Kid Laurie are. <laughs> <laughs> but that is that is true yeah that is you true. know the end of the song when they harmonize together and they're just singing the same line i don't know if you, you're both familiar with the song but they sing the same line multiple times at different mm-hmm. pitches and they do it in harmony yeah and it is the most haunting beautiful melody i have heard in a long long time in music and they keep layering on top of each other until it crescendos and it is just beautiful to hear um I've listened to the song way too many times. I'm actually, funny enough, in his top 1% of listeners on Spotify. <laughs> shout, shout out, Post Malone. Oh, uh, that's, that's why I always get those... Um, what do they Rookie call numbers. Those, yeah, those early tickets to um, his concerts and stuff. Oh, got, okay. But, Rookie um, numbers. I got top 0.5% for Kendrick. This <laughs> right? and yeah, but never listened to Kendrick before this year, so, you know, you had more... Nah, more, nah, nah. more that's work. not yeah, true. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, you had, you had, featured uh, in my 2021 <laughs> rap, I'll have you know. Yeah, yeah he's featured. Uh, he's not really heavily featured. Most artists with... I listened... No, he was the most, like... He was the artist I had the most features listening with. Some of yeah. Some stuff like that. Features, right? Not the actual listening. But by the way, before you go ahead, I just had a quick check of, of my Spotify wrapped. Yeah. And you, you, your favorite song of, of your top um, album yeah. is the most song you, you've heard, right? Yeah. Uh, my favorite song uh, is Nevarita from Umbrano Senti. Nice. But actually, the one I listen to the most of that yeah. album is apparently Otro Hacer. <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting because I was like, wait, because when you said it's also your top stream top song, played, right? yeah. and I was like, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Like your favorite song would naturally be the one that you gravitate to most towards. Of course. But I, I checked it and I was like, oh, and funny enough, I mean, while, while we're on the topic, there's, there's two, there's two um, Bad Bunny songs that are both not. <laughs> The one I picked. <laughs> so it goes, I, I'll say it in my top five. It goes, Dead Man Walking, Brent Fayaz is number one. Okay. Otro Hacer, number two. Uh, Charles Gambino, Sober is number three, which was very shocking to me. Um, Die Hard from Kendrick, number four. And then uh, Party by Bad Bunny, number that's five. That's interesting. So your most played ones actually weren't the ones you picked from these albums. That's, that's, that's what I just saw. Yeah. That's when you said, just... like, when you said that, I was like, let me go out and check if that's actually the case yeah. for me or not. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, just, like, in my list, if I look at it, Alone, Titi Me Progrenzo, September, yeah. and Wasting Angels were all in my top songs, like, in the top 20. So, it makes sense. But I also do something where it's, like, if I love the song a lot, yeah, sometimes I will skip it just to make sure I preserve that same, that's uh, same feeling for it. That's fair. All right, so, boys. Yeah, on, even even the, my top five songs on the list, um, the Bad Bunny song I picked, it's not even on my top hundred. <laughs> okay. Oh wow! <laughs> even what Savior is- isn't on my top hundred apparently. 
So what songs? So, what song do you have in your top five? What songs do you have in top five? Top five, no idea. Which, okay. Oh, banger! Listen, this man only heard it in September of last year. I only year, heard okay? it in September. It's my most played song. <laughs> <laughs> I then, put him on on the way back from Thailand. He was like, man, nah, I, already I was like, that. listen, listen, do not even. <laughs> okay, my my second is can't say Travis Scott from Astroworld. No role models. Party and out of time. None of them are in my top five. God, no role models is banger. All right, here's what we're gonna do, boys. I'm gonna I'm gonna say your top five back to you, and then I want each of you to give me one honorable mention of an album that didn't make your top five. Okay, but okay. it cannot be in anyone else's list. Oh, oh, okay. oh, okay. Right. So okay. we can't use each other's lists because I know there's some duplicates in the honorable mentions. So everything starting off with you, I'm gonna go five to one. We've got honestly, never mind. It's almost dry. Dawn FM. Unverano Sinti, Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers. What's your honorable mention? My honorable mention is Heroes and Villains. Ooh, Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin. Production That's album. album. Production is insane on this album. It's got the sample of the year, in my opinion. You know, that Homelander sample. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Boys. That's true. Um, and my favorite song on. It near honestly, this nearly topped, um, made it into number five because I like it that okay. much. Okay, my favorite song is uh, Niagara Falls with Travis Scott. That That is such mm, a nice song, yeah. That's fair. Club Banger is what I classify that as. Yep, yep. That was that was gonna be my honorable mention, so I'm gonna have to change mine quickly. <laughs> um, right, Rishi, your top five from five to one King's Disease Three. Wasteland mm-hmm. drawing with more love, less ego for some reason. Um, <laughs> Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers. Uh, it's almost dry. And then Unverano Sinti. What is your honorable mention? Now, keeping in my theme, I have a split honorable mention. No, no, no. You get one oh, God, or you no. get none. Okay, 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 fine. Uh, I will say since I, I will take I had a list and you know uh, heroes and villains was on there but it wasn't gonna be my honorable mention because I wanted more time with it. I will say, okay, I will pick um, JID's Forever Story, and that album, I have it, it is so good and and the guy reached insane levels, okay. His rapping ability, his delivery, his content, again, not really, really top-notch. So I, it didn't make it into my top five just because I didn't uh, keep listening to it as much as I did the other albums. That's the only reason why I didn't uh, make it. I will go with uh, Dance Now as my favorite song off that album. Nice. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, if I wasn't, if I was allowed to. You know, <laughs> no, none of that. Right, my top five then. <laughs> Starting off at five, we've got Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, the soundtrack, Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers, Un Verano Sinti, It'll All Make Sense in the End, and then 12 Carat Toothache. And mm-hmm. for my honorable mention, boys, I have to do it. The Queen herself, my babe, Midnight's oh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> A Swifty oh, at heart. Oh, you know, we may love Lord. Kendrick. But the true goat <laughs> is Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, my favorite man. song is probably going to be Antihero, which is for a little bit commercial, but I do love it. 
<laughs> you know um, what? I I will go so far as to say I haven't heard one song of first uh, on on this album at all. Yeah, okay, so I'm bringing the diversity to the group clearly. <laughs> um, like Swifty is an icon of music. Um, there's no denying that. And I think what's good about Midnight's for those that do enjoy Taylor Swift, I'll mention quickly, is she made it over a number of years, and it was it's basically songs that she made at midnight when she couldn't sleep. But because she did it over years, it's like there's influences from each of her previous albums in there. Ooh, and you can hear kind of the the production evolve through the album because obviously she changed as an artist. Right. And um, I think that's really cool to hear. It was almost in my top five. I almost, I almost kicked out the Black Panther album for it. Um, Glad you didn't. But uh, <laughs> in, the end, in, in the end, I uh, I kept Black Panther and Swifty will have to be my honorable mention. Fair, but um, fair. that is it. That is our top five and honorable mention each. And you know, I have to say, thirteen unique albums across eighteen choices. Yeah, is, that's uh, pretty. That's something special. Yeah, it is yeah. something special indeed. Very quickly, I want to try and see if we can come up with a top three. Um, I think we're all agreed that our boy Bad Bunny is going first. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Uh, so we got three. number one, Bad Bunny, Verano Senti. I think Kendrick second. We all had him on our list either, well, one, three, and four. Well, well we had him on podium. Two of us had him on podium and one yeah. not. No, so. I'd agree with Kendrick. Okay, Kendrick. And then, and then number obviously number three, three is going to be Taylor Swift. I joke. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. This is tough. <laughs> it's an honorable us... mention. That's not even on the list. If we're going off like the second most, the 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 same two of us have had, it's almost dry. Mm. On so, the list. If we're like, going on like most mentioned. I think it would have to be it's almost dry just because it was in my top eight and it didn't make it. Okay. So you also uh, had it in top eight. So it just wait, just just curious. Did you have a number for it? Or, so, or just eight albums no it was just it. when i had the top eight before i made them five i hadn't i didn't have them in an order i just okay, okay. you just put eight. them down you just put them down yeah yeah so it yeah. was in there and then when i had to cut down to five unfortunately mm-hmm. you, please don't kill me you didn't make the cut <laughs> um and my favorite song is rock and roll so ah, nice. that you mentioned that one yeah so yeah. that that is it people our top three albums of 2022 in order number one unverano t by bad bunny Number yeah. two, Mr. Morale and the Big Stuff is by Kendrick. And number three, It's Almost Dry by Pusha T. Pusha T. Boys, what a last, year. last question. I'm going to put you both on the spot here. Project you're most looking forward to this year. Go. Utopia. Travis Scott. Ooh. I actually don't know. And, and Raul Alejandro's eventual next project, which towards the very end of the year, my friends came and then they, put, um, they made me... Um, recognize some of his music and then i started look, go, listening back to them it's pretty good i've heard i've heard rumors that dave's got another project coming out next year so oh, as in 2023 so good it's gotta be dave's project for yeah me. that would be but, so uh, good Rithic for you i was gonna say utopia yeah awesome. yeah um well this is sorry been... sorry <laughs> one last last thing the little homework section i really want to do that so i'm gonna ask each of us to say an album that you know that we would like the other to listen to. I will just go ahead and say for Shiv, um, you need to listen to Wasteland, Brent Fayas. That's fair. That's fair. Rithik? 
Um, uh, it's tough because a lot of the music I get from Rishi and sometimes. <laughs> um, really, I think your homework is clear. I think you need to go to Nas. Nas, yeah, I know his, I'm gonna go to Nas. Is is uh, I, think, I think he needs to go to Black Panther as well. Ooh, okay. Oh, too much homework for me. <laughs> for Rishi, I'm gonna give you "It All Makes Sense in the End" by James Arthur. I yeah, think I'll, you'll vibe it. I think it. it's different. I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it. What we'll do, people, is we'll come back and review the three homework albums for each other. Yeah. At a diff, at a different date. Yeah. What we think of it. But look, this has been Shiv Rishi and Rithik at the Games Gone podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed this musical special. I know we've enjoyed making it. Wishing you all the best music build 2023. Peace and love. Peace. Deuces.